For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From Mud Ice Arena to Little Caesars Arena, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident on the game, 7.30 a.m. The views and positions expressed in this program are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the views and positions of the game 7.30 a.m. Some may find the content of this program controversial or offensive. Put on your big boy pants and buckle up. This isn't a safe space for weak takes or whining. You can say that this sports radio show is offensive-minded. Call the show at 517-300-4263. Text or call us through the game, 730 AM Message the game, 730 AM on Facebook. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Beanie's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Here's your host and professional Hellraiser, Beanie Howell. Welcome into Offensive Minded, where we lead off today with breaking news. This just in from Rosemont, Illinois. The Big Ten Conference has officially announced the suspension of Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. And wait for it, wait for it. Not just a suspension, but a suspension for the rest of the regular season. Yes, I will ask that the WVFN in-studio audience <laughs> keeps it down while we try to do the news here. This is a professional operation. <laughs> Dr. J and I are newsmen of the utmost quality. Yes. I'll read you from the Big Ten's press release. The Big Ten Conference announced today that the University of Michigan has been found in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for conducting an impermissible... Sorry, I just lost my my spot. Uh, an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years. It goes on. The, this is pretty pithy press release, if you think about it. It's only like three paragraphs. That kind of surprised me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they're usually long-winded. 
Um, you'd think for something like this, there would be a little more meat on the bones. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let me continue here with that. Uh, yeah, has found that University of Michigan has been found in violation of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy for conducting an impermissible in-scouting, uh, in-person scouting operation over multiple years that resulted in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of competition. Nothing is working in the studio right now. Uh-oh. Let me try that one more time. <laughs> Basically, the Big Ten is saying here, Michigan violated the sportsmanship policy by conducting an impermissible in-person scouting operation over multiple years that resulted in an unfair competitive advantage that compromised the integrity of competition. Did you put that in a memo and entitle it I already know... <laughs> <laughs> Big Ten Conference Agreement 10.01 states in part that the Big Ten Conference expects all contests involving a member institution to be conducted without compromise to any fundamental element of sportsmanship. Continuing here. Such fundamental elements include integrity of the competition, civility toward all, and respect, particularly toward opponents and, wait for it, officials. <laughs> As a penalty imposed on the institution, the university football team, University of Michigan football team, must compete without its head football coach for the games remaining in the 2023 regular season effective immediately. The disciplinary action shall not, buckle up for this, shall not preclude the University of Michigan or its football team from having its head football coach attend practices or other football team activities other than the game activities to which it applies. For clarity... The head football coach shall not be present at the game venue on the dates of the games to which this disciplinary action applies. The Big Ten Conference will have no additional com comment at this time. All right, so let me zip that up in a nice little package, put a bow on it for you. He's suspended for the rest of the regular season, starting now. He'll miss the Penn State game, Maryland next week, and home versus Ohio State in the regular season. That's The last one is obviously the one, well, tomorrow too, but let's be real, if that shakes out the way most of us ex suspect it will, effectively, he's been sus suspended for the real Big Ten title game, right? Ohio State, Michigan. Mm -hmm. I got to ask, does it matter? I don't think so. <laughs> this, look, I know Michigan is going to fight this tooth and nail, and there are already reports that they're seeking an emergency temporary restraining order right now and apparently there are ways to get that even when the courts are closed in observance of a federal holiday like they are today apparently it's possible i don't have a read on the legal situation whether it's likely or not but if they got it yeah I, I, he'll, he'll be on the sideline tomorrow for sure maybe beyond i don't know but does it matter this is this is a hollow suspension just like his one his three game suspension to start the year he was allowed to be at anything but the game. Remember, he was allowed to coach all week in practice. Same thing here. Also, again, like even if they had suspended him completely, like he couldn't be involved with the team at all, I don't think that would have had much of an impact. For one, Michigan is really, really good. They have better players than practically everyone. But the, the coordinators are the ones pulling the strings, running the show, don't you think, Dr. J? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that Harbaugh does much on the sideline anyway. It's the preparation that makes a difference. Now, I'm sure he has final, he has final say over like fourth down decisions and, and big like decisions so far as what do we do here, run or pass, or do we send pressure here or not. 
he has veto power and all that, but really he's a he's a a prototypical head coach, and I mean that in a good way. He delegates the game decisions like that to his coordinators. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think, look, I know Michigan fans are apoplectic because for once in their life they're being told no on something. I know that's really hard for you to understand. I know that's a tough pill to swallow. But really, this isn't much of a penalty, if one at all. And honestly, to that end, Dr. J, I'm surprised the Big Ten did this. Again, a pretty toothless penalty. Yeah, it's almost worse than doing nothing. I thought that they were going to come out with a, at most, two-game suspension and some stupid fine. Mm-hmm. But no, it's uh, three games. So we'll see what happens legally. We'll keep our ears to the ground on that. I have no idea if we'll hear about that by the time we're out at 6 o'clock today. But there it is. Harbaugh suspended through the regular season. The Big Ten just announcing that. By the way, the best part about that, <laughs> this is announced, and you'll have a hard time convincing me the Big Ten was not incredibly premeditated in its timing. That press release and announcement came while Michigan was in the air flying (laughs) to Penn State. Of course it did. (laughs) How petty. (laughs) The pettiness on both sides here. What a move. Like, we talked yesterday. Michigan's letter to the Big Ten essentially read like this. My dad owns a dealership. Very petty and childish (laughs) and petulant. And the Big Ten is like, all right, I'll raise you. By announcing the suspension while you're midair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when you can't respond to it. Ha, huh, how do you like it? Speaking of response, let's go live to Jim Harbaugh for his official response to the Big Ten suspending him through the rest of the regular season for a cheating scandal, illegal scouting scandal that compromised the integrity of the games. Coach Harbaugh, your response. A bunch of spies <laughs> on your sidelines, <laughs> on our sidelines, more like spies on CMU sideline. <laughs> By the way, when are we going to get an announcement on that? You know what the worst part about this is, Dr. J? What? All right, this will be it for the Big Ten. The Big Ten is effectively Pontius Pilate right now mm-hmm. to the Pharisees. All right, cool. You can have him. Whoop. Washing our hands of this, fine. In this case, the angry clerics are the 13 other Big Ten 80s coaches and presidents. <laughs> so Tony Petiti is pilot. Fine. You want it? Okay, there you go. I'm out. This is your problem now for the NCAA to weigh in on. The best slash worst part about this is that this quote-unquote suspension is going to be nothing compared to what Jim McElwain and CMU get. Yeah. They are going to get punished so much worse. It do- and they shouldn't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I don't. Look, I think they deserve some punishment, well, too. Well, yeah, but it should be commensurate with the crime. Yeah, you'd think that the team responsible for the whole ring mm-hmm. would be held to a, a, a harsher account right. than the team that <laughs> appeared to have one guy the dude knew who let him in and gave him an outfit. But I don't hey, know. that makes too much sense. I don't know. Who knows? 517-342-63. Is that Jerry on the line? Sorry, Jerry. Hold up. I screwed up the phones. Jerry, are you there? 
Yeah, Beanie, how you doing? I'm good, Jerry. Where, are you calling from Lansing? Is that right? Yeah, I'm from Lansing. Hey, um, I'm a Michigan fan. I'm a little biased, but I think it was a real, real strange way the commissioner pulled this off. I mean, on two fronts. You know when he's getting on the plane. You know when the team's going to fly. So you wait until they're in the air or until they're landed at, at uh, State College. You announce the suspension, and you're smart enough to know that it's Veterans Day Observe. Most of the courts are probably closed. They all are, yes. Oh, so they have judges on emergency standby. Correct. You're much less likely to get an injunction. It's kind of a, I, I hate to call him a bitch, but it's such a bitch move. You could have done this in the morning. You could have done it last night. Yes. You let him get on the plane. What's he going to do, sit in the hotel? I mean, it's one thing to suspend him, but you wait till he's on the plane. He either wanted to send a very, very, very strong message to Harbaugh, like, you're going to get under my thumb and take the suspension, or he didn't have all of his ducks in a row legally or whatever. He thought he needed to make it the announcement earlier. I'll hang up and get your response. No, hang on. Stay on. I want to talk to you, but I want you to hear this part first. Jerry, you're saying the Big Ten went about this in a completely Bush League way. Is that a nice way to summarize? I, I think so, yes. Okay. Brace yourself. Jerry, I agree with you. I really do. I thought this was incredibly petulant and childish from the Big Ten. Uh, the way they've handled it has been really unprepared, which is weird because they they started this three weeks ago. Like, they've been in the driver's seat. Now, I understand there have been extenuating circumstances. Other things have come to light. No, I get that. But I don't know if he knew what he was getting into. And I do think he painted himself into a corner by showing his cards, right, with that meeting last week. So Yeah, and, and, and something else, I was just watching the ESPN and the guys, that, the guys that know football are talking and they're like, look, he doesn't call the offensive plays. He doesn't call the defensive structures. He's not calling the plays. He's a, he's a motivational guy on the sidelines, you know. So can they win without him? Yes. I agree. Will the players maybe play out of vengeance for him? Yes. Yep. I mean, but it's, I just, I, I can't, I'll, I'll let you go, B, but I can't okay. believe the way it was played out by the Big Ten. Thanks, Beanie. Thank you. I I actually agree with that. Yeah. I said that yesterday, though. I'm not a fan of the way the Big Ten has handled this. And look, again, I'm here for the pettiness. I'm here for it. This is fantastic content for me. The fact that <laughs> they started this, the Big Ten did, three or four weeks ago. And he waited. To me, it looks pretty intentional that he waited until Michigan was in the air about to land in State College, Pennsylvania, to announce Harbaugh is suspended the rest of the regular season. You're going to have a real hard time convincing me that was not done with express, malicious, vindictive, vengeful purpose. Mm -hmm. Would it have been different if Michigan's letter from a couple of days ago wasn't so frankly, to borrow a term from Jerry, bitchy. I don't know, maybe, but I think that escalated things a little bit. That's not an excuse. But Michigan's letter, we talked about it, was, you know, pretty childish. It basically read like a four-year-old would. Michigan's letter was the legalese equivalent of a four-year-old who gets in trouble at recess. That's what they do. I didn't do it. Yes, you did. We have proof. But, but everyone else does it. Doesn't matter. We're talking about you. This isn't fair. Yes, it is. <laughs> do you know who my dad is? We don't care who your dad is or what he owns. But my dad owns a dealership. That's the official <laughs> Michigan response. That seriously, I'm, I'm making a joke. But that's what it truly boiled down to. And you can, 
you know, get upset with me if you disagree with that as a Michigan fan. All right. But here's something you can't disagree with me on because this is a fact. This is an opinion. Out of the many thousands of words, 5,000 plus words in a 10-page letter that you spent a ton of money, tens of thousands of dollars worth of billable hours to this high-powered law firm to help you write that, do you know what wasn't in that letter? Mm-hmm. A denial. Yep. Nowhere to be found. It was all misdirection and whataboutism. And on top of that, a very petulant tone that sounded like a trust fund kid who thinks they're impervious to any responsibility or being held to account for anything. And I think that probably pissed the Big Ten off more. I think it was designed to make the Big Ten back off and to scare the rest of the other schools into relieving some of the pressure they had been applying to Petiti, I think it had the opposite impact, at least on the Big Ten. Because the way it comes across is rules for thee, not for me. Just like any trust fund baby you've ever known. My dad owns a dealership. That. So the Big Ten fought fire with fire and waited until this very premeditated, in my opinion, moment to announce this. Harbaugh's already there. And like Jerry said, yeah, now he has to watch the game from his hotel room <laughs> or go find a peewee league game to be on the chain gang for since apparently he loves doing that or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a Delta Bravo move. But um, look, ultimately, I don't think this hurts Michigan. Do you, Dr. J, do you think there's like a serious competitive consequence here in game that they're going to suffer because I don't see it. No, if anything, I think it might be an advantage for them just from a morale standpoint. Yeah, I uh, I, I think that's spot on. Uh, I don't think this is hard at all to sell to the players as motivational material. Not that they would need it for the Ohio State game, but I think, you know, this week and next week, it's probably a little bit harder for Michigan to get up for, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not anymore. Did you see the official Michigan football Twitter account hours ago when they got on the plane, tweeted out a picture. The whole team is wearing Michigan versus everybody shirts. Ugh. Yeah, look, I hate that because everyone does it, and Mm -hmm. it's lost its meaning. It can't be whomever versus everybody if everybody has that shirt. (laughs) Right. You know, it, it just can't. The first I remember hearing about it was Detroit. And I think that that made the most sense. Yeah, Detroit gets bleeped on by, I get that. Mm -hmm. But, dude, everyone does this now. It's played out. Yeah. Michigan doing it is really tone deaf. Like, you have every advantage in the book. No one is, if anything, the the skids are greased for you. Yeah. Did you notice what was happening today before this news came down? Michigan had clearly called in favors with every plant it has in the national media. Desmond Howard was on Get Up, just pleading the case. Stephen A. Smith wouldn't even post him up on it. It was, it was gross. And look, when Desmond Howard, when Stephen A. Smith takes it easy on Desmond Howard, an intellectual lightweight, that's embarrassing. Rich Eisen has been campaigning against the Big Ten all week on his national show. These, these, these people are, you know, look, they know where their bread is buttered. Daddy placed a call and baby answered and went right to work. They were out in force. Not every school has that. In fact, most don't. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear about it's, it's, it's Michigan versus everybody. It literally isn't. It's more like Michigan with every advantage. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't work as a message to your team. It does. Mm-hmm. 
It definitely does. And their coach isn't going to be on the sideline now. I'm sure that's a, 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 a real gift of a motivational asset. Totally buy it. That's not a hard sell to make at all. But does it matter? No, they would win anyway, I think. Yeah, he's, and he's going to be there all week. He's going to be part of the game planning and all that. Like, that's probably where he makes his biggest impact is in the preparation because it's not during the game. He just kind of manages things like, like most excellent head coaches do. Mm-hmm. He's not the play caller. He's not calling the defense. So those coordinators have been really good. Now, how much of that is due to them knowing to a T what play or defense is coming every time? That's right. a, leg- a, a logical and legitimate question to ask. But I just, I don't see this having much of an effect on Michigan. So uh, I think the Big Ten did more than I expected. But I also think the, here's, here's a real question, Dr. J. What, is this the real punishment from the Big Ten? Or was the delaying and the creating a distraction the Big Ten's actual punishment? What I'm getting to is, and I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not suggesting this is true, I'm just wondering out loud, will we see some awfully peculiar calls against Michigan tomorrow in State College? Hmm. Will their games be adjudicated differently by the referees? The reason I'm asking is the Big Ten did not preclude them from going to the Big Ten title game like many had suggested and demanded. The college football playoff committee is begging for someone to beat Michigan so that they don't have to deal with the responsibility of, of that whole mess. If, ben, if Penn State wins tomorrow, it's practically taken care of for everyone. Well, might the Big Ten be taking some steps under the table to make that happen? Will Penn State get some favorable calls tomorrow? Might Maryland, Ohio State, a couple weeks down the line? Is that that wild to think? I don't think so. I I think that's distinctly possible. Because the Big Ten didn't have the balls to say you can't be in the Big Ten title game, but they might have the balls to make it look like they organically just didn't get there. Mm -hmm. Isn't that possible? It's possible, but I think if, you know, refs don't lose a game for you. Well, no, of course not. So I, I think that they'll win anyway. Even if they get some bad calls, I don't think it'll matter. If it's a really close game, mm-hmm. which I'm not convinced it will well, be. Well, yeah, Penn State. But if it's coming down to the wire, one call, I'm with you. I never use officiating as an excuse. Mm-hmm. Because even if you get screwed by a call at the end, there were myriad opportunities before that. Right. To make that not a factor. Mm-hmm. But if it's close at the end and the officiating makes a critical call that doesn't go Michigan's way, well, lots of people are going to say that that was by design. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily crazy to think. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that that would be a really bad look for the Big Ten, and I don't know that they would want to go there. So I don't, I don't think that it's likely that that will happen. Okay. Well, there it is. Jim Harbaugh officially suspended by the Big Ten. Through the rest of the regular season, Michigan is working to get a temporary restraining order right now, which is possible despite the courts all being closed in observance of uh, Veterans Day. It is still possible. Can it happen in time? I don't know. We'll see. If it does, old Harbs will be on the sideline tomorrow, but we'll keep an eye on that. In the meantime, the question is for you. Did the Big Ten get it right? Did they get it wrong? 
Why or why not? 517-300-4263. That's the phone number. You can always email the show, beanie at wvfnam.com. You can use the free game 730 AM app. Click chat in the main menu to send over a free text message to us. Or use Facebook to send us a message or comment. Search Facebook for the game 730 AM to do that. It's also a bean counter contest edition of the program. Total combined points between Ohio State and tomorrow from Columbus. Notice I didn't mention Michigan State, probably because they won't score. But anyway, if, if you're feeling more optimistic, total combined points between Ohio State and Michigan State tomorrow as Dr. J gets a refill of a beverage here. <laughs> yes. I, I got oh, Look, I can't do this. I got to dive in on that. What kind of world when the boss is bringing you beverages in the middle of the like, how am I not getting that? I'm the talent. You don't drink red wine. That's true. I don't. I'm mm-hmm. a normal guy. Mm-hmm. And I like suds. I like beer that you can't see through. <laughs> anyway, total combined points between Michigan State, Ohio State tomorrow without going over. And whoever's closest wins a $25 gift certificate to the Nuthouse of downtown Lansing. Your takes, your predictions on that and everything else. When we come back, it's offensive-minded. Jim Harbaugh suspension edition. Here on Offensive-Minded, where the content is decided by Michigan fans. (laughs) Wait, you haven't even talked about the Packers yet. What are you doing? We're getting to it. We're going to talk about the Packers, the Detroit Tigers. (laughs) Talk about that Mel Tucker stuff. We'll talk about Mel Tucker, the latest development there, of course, four weeks ago, but that's of no consequence. (laughs) Doesn't matter. The ardent Michigan fan listeners of this show have spoken. <laughs> and I'm talking about this story too much. And this is a Democratic show. Yep. Little D, not Big D. <laughs> back after these words. The Detroit Red Wings are back for another season on the Lansing Sports Network. He shoots, he scores on a backhand. Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. Never miss a game again. Whether you're on the go or just like doing it the old-fashioned way and sitting around the radio. Every face-off and every playoff can be heard on Lansing's exclusive home for Detroit Red Wings hockey. 1240 WJIM, Lansing's only home for hockey. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Sir. You might be mad at what he just said, but it's okay. He's ready for your opinions, too. Beanie Howell with Offensive Mind on Lansing's only sports station. The game, 730 a.m. This is Michigan. For God's sakes. I don't know what to say. Yep, every bumper today is going to be about either cheaters, liars, or... Perverts surveilling people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, welcome back. Um, Yeah, so that's the news. If you're just joining us, the Big Ten has officially suspended Jim Harbaugh through the rest of the regular season, effective now. So that will cost him tomorrow's Penn State game, the Maryland game next week, and the showdown with Ohio State in two weeks. 
provided it doesn't get struck down in court. And Michigan is efforting an emergency temporary restraining order that would, for the time being, at least stay that and allow him to be on the sideline tomorrow. No word if that has happened. We'll do our best to bring that to you if we see it here today. But yes, that's the news. Old Jim officially suspended, at least for now, okay? And we'll bring you more if there is more to bring. I'm bitterly disappointed. Me too. I agree with that. The Big Ten didn't go far enough. (laughs) No, but seriously, you can weigh in on that. What do you think of the Big Ten's move here? You on board? One way or the other, just let us know why or why not. And don't forget to get your bean counter contest picks in. Total, Total combined points between MSU and Ohio State tomorrow without going over. For a chance to win a $25 gift certificate to the Nuthouse of downtown Lansing. Out to the phone lines now for Tim and Lansing. Hey, man. Hey, how you doing, Brandon? I'm good. You, give me your pick before we go any further, though. I'll go overall point. I'll go 59. Dr. J? You're good. Cool. What else? What do you think of the Big Ten's decision here? Uh, I think it's a good idea, but I'm going to be honest. He's going to be gone anyways at the end of the year, I think. I agree. Uh, but do you think them not having him on the sideline in these games makes a difference? I really do. Maybe a little bit, not much. How so? I, I'm not who, necessarily disagreeing. Who, I just Who is their assistant head coach? Uh, I don't know. I know the two coordinators, the offensive coordinator, Sharon Moore, and the defensive coordinator, Jesse Minter. So I don't know if they'll even make an interim or acting head coach because they didn't do that when he was suspended the first three games of the year. You know, they, they rotated who was in charge for those games. All I want is see Michigan lose all the rest of their games. All I can say is go, go, go Penn State because the boys from Happy Valley want to see win. Well, maybe you will. That would, if that happens, that kind of like takes care of everything for the Big Ten and NCAA and all that. All right, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. We'll, well get, we'll keep right on to JC and Lansing. Hi, JC. Hey, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, I want to make a pick uh, 47. You're good. Go ahead. Okay, good. And uh, do you think if he did get a restraining, or I mean a temporary thing, and if he did coach next year, the Big Ten would give him six games instead of three? Hmm. Just because he's yeah. mad? You good, know what I mean? Good question. I don't know. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, if they could, if, if Michigan can <laughs> legally kick the can down the road that they might increase yeah. it just out of spite. I, I guess I hadn't thought about that. Like somebody said yesterday or the day before, I think it was your show. Has there ever been a coach that's been suspended twice in one season and kept his job? You know no. what? Yeah, I looked that up actually, and I can't say for absolute certainty. But no. what I can tell you is, I spent several hours looking into it, and there has never been a head coach suspended twice for two separate things in the same season before. No. Well, and kept even if it did, keep his job. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, yeah. you're talking about could the Big Ten expand his suspension? Well, it may not matter because the NCAA might rule by then and suspend him for a large chunk of games oh, if he's that, there next year. That was, the next, that was the next question I was going to ask. Can the NCAA do anything now that the Big Ten hit? Can they go in there and go, okay, this is wrong. We're going to make us. Oh, that's a good gonna, question. We're going to make it worse i don't i don't think well i mean they could levy their own independent of that but they can't they can't change what the big 10 has done because the big 10's ruling here is a big 10 well, thing right it's like within yeah, the confines right, right. of the big 10 look can the nca come in and, and 
give him a wholly different suspension, like cut players down their scholarships. Yeah. Oh, of course they can. But but the problem with that, JC, is that before that even really gets rolling, they have to submit a notice of allegations. And once that comes, that's like the formal heads up. Hey. Uh, we're about to punish you. And then the school that they're alleging that against gets 90 days to respond. So even if that happened today, right, that would be after the season. Oh, I understand that. But, yeah, you know, I don't know. You know, like you said, a lot of teams do this. And my my son-in-law, that's what I told him about it, and he's a Michigan State fan. He goes, you know, everybody does it. I said, well, the difference is they got caught. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and look, your son, God bless him. I'm sure you love him, but he's wrong on that. Not everyone does this. No one else has ever had a guy do what this guy did, right? Never. I know, but uh, (laughs) I know. You know, I... I don't know. I, I just maybe you just need to back him in a couple times. No, get it through his head. (laughs) That's what my dad would do. Oh boy. All right. You're in the drawing. Thanks for the call, man. Uh, Let's go to the free game 7.30 a.m. app, Dr. J. Okay. Shall we? Yes. Uh, The mayor of Holt, John Freeberg. He says, I agree this is a fair suspension. Michigan will still win with Harbaugh out. I think they go undefeated in the regular season. I think so, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave us our his pick already. I forgot what it was. Will you say that so everyone can know? His pick was 45. Okay, very good. Dirty Dog in Holt said Harbaugh should have no postseason play on top of that. Okay, well, they could do that as far as the Big Ten title game, but they didn't for whatever reason. So I think really most people are just hoping and praying someone beats Michigan to keep this... <laughs> To kind of save them the responsibility or grief, right? Mm-hmm. Keep moving here. Hefe and Rives Junction wants 44. Can he have that? Yes, he can. Very good. Aaron and Williamston wants 45. Nope, that's nope. already taken. The closest you could get, Aaron, we go down, so you have a better shot of not going over, would be 43. Yep. Let's put him in at 43. Okay. Let us know if you want something different, Aaron. Wesson Lansing says, Hey, Beanie, my apologies. Something must be going on with my phone. I was trying to call, uh, but I wanted to say that I can't believe self-righteous Michigan actually got caught for breaking the rules. Start the revolt. After listening to them for weeks, I got to admit, this is pretty sweet. Couldn't be more deserved by another school. Yeah, I mean... They are kind of, their up is coming here a little bit, I guess, but I, st- I still think this is a relatively soft punishment. Mm-hmm. Harbaugh gets the coach during the week. He just can't be at the game. Like, that's not even really a suspension, you know? And again, I'm pretty sure Jim McElwain and CMU are going to face stiffer consequences. Which is just wild. It is. It really is. <sighs> Man, this Michigan scandal is so bad, CMU is in deep trouble. <laughs> Did Wes have a pick? He did not. Okay. Wes, if you want in the drawing, you got to let us know your points, man. And you still got time to do that. Okay, UPS Paul in Hazlitt wants 57. He is good. All right. One more here in the app, the free game, 730 AM app. Jeff in St. John says total score 62. Can he have that? Yes, he can. I wonder if Wes and Lansing, we were told here that there was a call that came through in the break couldn't hear us but we could hear him that must have been him Hmm. 
Well, we got you, Wes. Let us know your pick if you want one, okay, for the bean counter. Back to the phone line, 517-300-4263. Dan in Delta Township, what's up? Hey, Brandon, how you doing today? I'm good. You got a pick? I'll, that sounds a little bit higher than what people have given. I'll take 61 if it's available. It is. Yep. How about the Big Ten's move here? What do you think? It's, uh, I knew the rumor. Is it for three uh, three regular season games? Yep, that's right. And um, he gets to coach during the week, too. All The only difference is he can't be at the game on Saturday. Okay, that's an interesting technicality, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't really sound like a suspension, does it? Yeah, just kind of a it's kind of a, a pro a prohibition on uh, in person activities with the team on game day. I guess that's Is it. He's still allowed to go to be at like the uh, the walkthrough in the morning and everything on the day of the game or not. He the actual press release says he cannot be at the venue on game days at all. So sounds like no. Okay, but practice no, completely well, fine. No, but I, I'm well, I'm asking because. Um, Maybe not with football so much, but like with basketball, sometimes they'll do walkthroughs not at the. Uh, That's know, true. Not at the, uh, yeah, like the team hotel, the stadium, they'll do. Them. Like a, yeah, or in the parking lot or something. That's that's an interesting. It's almost like they were trying to to uh, split the Big Ten. <laughs> Could be. Well, thanks for the call, man. Okay, I appreciate it. Take it. We'll go right on to D Rock. What's up, dude? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, man. Yeah, what man, you got? Uh, yeah, I was just, you know, piggyback on what you're saying about uh, Harbaugh. Yeah, hey, it's deserved. He can't come out and say, oh, I didn't know nothing about it for three years. Come on, man. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm, I'm with you. I think most rational people, i.e. not Michigan fans, all agree on that. There's only one group yeah. of people who seem to be buying that. Yeah, and that's going to be, you know, even though he's, you know, he's, he's a good coach, but that's going to be his, his legacy, that, that Spygate stuff. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People are going to look at that and say, man, yeah, you won, but you had to cheat to win. Yep, it'll never go away, regardless of what penalty from the NCAA does or doesn't happen, right? Like, it'll follow them, whether they win the national title or not. It's like, that national championship is <laughs> it's going to be vacated if it happens, and uh, it's going to be tainted anyway. Yeah, and then, um, like you say, it, it will be tainted, but if it gets down to five undefeated teams, Michigan's not going to get in there. You think the the committee would take action against them and hold them out? Yep, I think so. I mean, but I they, mean, I mean, what, what the the first two rankings they've said they're not interested in that. They said they're not going to handle that. That's an NCAA thing. I just, I find it really hard to see a scenario where an undefeated Big Ten champion does not get into the playoffs. Yeah, well, even though they haven't played anybody. Now, on that technicality, maybe. But do you, I don't think we have to worry about it. I don't think they're going to be five undefeated teams. Do you? Probably not. But I'm just putting that scenario out there. And, and let's uh, move on to uh, Michigan State uh, basketball. So what do you think is going on there? I think they kind of overrated again. You know, they always come in high in, in the preseason. And then by the, what, fourth or fifth week, <laughs> they end up out of the polls, you know? Yeah, well, I think part of it is the system here. Like, for some reason, the way he does things, it takes longer for guys to learn how to play together for whatever reason. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it seems like that's always been the case, right? It takes him longer than most to figure out a rotation. And also, let's be real, this isn't like Kansas or Kentucky where you get these 
awesome freshmen come come in and they can just play through everything. If you're an awesome freshman here, it doesn't matter. You come in and you go under one screen, your ass is on the pine, right? That's not how yeah, it works right. at Kansas. That's not how it works yeah. at these other schools. So it takes him longer to, to develop in part because he's such a dictator. So when you say it takes it longer, is, is that the reason why it's taking 23 three years before, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> another national champ? championship he's won you know i don't know you know what i look his formula clearly works because of all the the runs they've made and that's that's because he's focused on like this long process not the immediate it there's you can't deny the results how come he hasn't won one in a quarter century he's definitely to blame for that for some decisions he's made the way he's handled some of his his guys development sure but i think the bigger part Right, and he won't let guys play through stuff. A guy can be like shooting the lights out. He'll he'll bench them if they go under one screen. Uh, Denzel Valentine was like the player of the year. I saw him get benched for taking one like fall away three, even though he made those all the time. So, yeah, he he's he, look, he's a dictator. He's set in his ways. I think the bigger issue why they haven't won one, and frankly, why the Big Ten hasn't won one since then, is this conference is outdated in the way it plays. You know. Yeah. <laughs> How many other conferences have this many legitimate, like, old-school fives? It's only the Big yeah. Ten that does this crap. It'd be like Big Ten football, remember, was probably the yeah. last Power Five conference to adopt the spread. The same thing's happening here. This positionless kind of game that the Warriors made popular over the last 10 years, the Big Ten is the last holdout. They will not do it. They've got, we've got a seven foot four Frankenstein as the best player in the league. And he and he, what happened? They got bounced last year. Yep, first game by a 16 seed. And they're gonna get bounced again too this year. Yep, I just don't you think like it's something about the way the league plays in general it holds them back. Just old school, you know. Yeah, they, you know, it's almost like this. You know, this is we're the Big Ten. This is the way we got to do it. I also think D Rock. Another part of it is. At least in Michigan State's case, there are always injuries. It feels like, um, and part of that's be- injuries. Yeah, because they, they, it's it's got to be about like the physicality they play with, but also you know the Big Ten in general is a more physical league. It's more like football yeah. on a basketball court. So when they get into the tournament, I, I just feel like it hurts a lot of these Big Ten teams in the tournament. The style of play, it just because it's completely different in a one and done situation. Hey, one more thing, and I'll hang up. You, All right. you keep saying Central Michigan is going to be paying a higher price. Why, why do you say that? Because they got the guy on the sideline with the sunglasses and all that stuff, or what? Yeah, because... Have a good weekend. All right, man. Appreciate the call. Do you want to pick? You still there? You want to get your pick in? <laughs> Sounds nope. like we okay. lost him. Well, you can call... Hey, call back, D-Rock. Even if it's uh, off, off air in the break, we'll get your pick in. Why do I think CMU is going to be punished more harshly than Michigan? Well, for one... It is a joke, right? Like, I'm, I'm trying to be funny. But for two, I don't think it's necessarily that far out of the realm of possibility. I think, let's put it this way. What happened with this whole thing with Michigan? What was the response from Michigan on this thing? They dug their heels in and went to war with the Big Ten. And they're going to do the same with the NCAA. Now, the NCAA is already sniffing around CMU for this thing. Uh-oh. What was CMU's response? We are complying fully, <laughs> and we are completely cooperative. Translation, we are going to sacrifice Jim McElwain if we have to. <laughs> 
Harbaugh, they go to war for. All these people are willing to, well, fall on the on the sword for him, of course, yes. But more than that, like Michigan, and look, we know it's a myth. That's why we say Michigan. The entire Michigan man thing is pure mythology, and this is just proof, right? It's all about doing things the right way. Really? Really? Also, do yourself a favor if you, if you don't believe what I'm saying. If you don't agree with me, look this up. Look this up, okay? There is a recurring trend throughout Big Ten history of Michigan accusing other teams in this league of cheating and it coming out to be complete projection when they're found out for doing what they're accusing others of doing. It has happened so many times over history. Dr. J, will you st- stop taking pictures of the TV? I'm not. I was pulling up the spreadsheet so I could get D-Rock's pick. You think... All right, let me tell people what just happened here. I guarantee you Dr. J has no clue what I just said because she's too busy looking at ESPN NFL <laughs> Countdown. She thinks the Chiron was incorrect because it had Jameer Gibbs' face next to the Chargers logo. No, because it said David Lyons instead of Detroit Lions. David? Yes, because they meant David Montgomery or Detroit Lions, and they smushed them together, and it became David Lyons. Broadcasting and journalism is all about economy of words. David Lyons. I think that's some innovation. <laughs> anyway, look. Look at Michigan's response to this compared to CMU's. Michigan is willing to risk the most precious thing to it, its brand. Michigan is risking its reputation of doing things the right way. The Michigan difference. They are laying it all on the line for Harbaugh. CMU came right out and was like, we're going to comply. We're going to do everything we can to help the NCAA get to the bottom of this. Well, look. There's only one way Stallions got on the CMU sideline here. Someone on the inside helped them get there. And I'm not going to out the person who did it, even though I know who it is. Oh. It's not because I'm a better spy than Stallions. <laughs> not that that would be hard to do. <laughs> I'm not Inspector Clouseau like he is. But listen, it's not hard to do. Look, just do yourself a favor. If you want to know who the guy on the inside was that helped Stallions do that, do the math. Stallions has been at Michigan for what? He's been on staff officially for three or four years. Before that, he spent several years as a volunteer assistant. So do the math. That means he's been on staff since about 2015, 2014, somewhere thereabouts, right? Well, McIlwain, before taking the CMU job, was Harbaugh hired him to be the wide receivers coach in Ann Arbor. What happens when a coach gets a job. Generally, he brings a few people with him from wherever he was before. Do you see what I'm getting at? Mm-hmm. Do, do a little exercise. Go to CMU's whatever it's called, cmish.edu, whatever. Go to the football site. Look at the staff. Go through them one by one. You're only going to find three people on the entire staff that have ever coached at Michigan in some capacity before. One of them is Jim McElwain. The other one is Mike Zordich. There's one more. There's one more who is conspicuously about the same age as Connor Stallions and was also there the same time that Stallions was before coming over to CMU. You can also find pictures of Connor Stallions at this man's wedding this past summer. Oh, boy. I don't want to name his name. <laughs> you basically outed him, but it's I all didn't. Good. No, of course not. He's the one that posted pictures from his wedding with the guy. Yeah. I mean, come on. These are the worst 
criminals ever. <laughs> and I know they didn't, well, they may have committed actual crimes. I think that technically may be trespassing. <laughs> yes. But you know what I mean? These are the worst football cheaters of all time. Yes. Not only did they leave a paper trail, they left a digital trail, Video which is evidence. unscrubbable, undeletable. I know who it was. And anyone else, you can figure it out with maybe 10 minutes on the CMU website. Just look through that staff and find the other coaches on CMU staff who were at Michigan within the last five to 10 years. There's only three. Two of them are Harbaugh's age. One of them is Connor Stallion's age. And it just so happens Connor Stallion's can also be found in pictures from that guy's wedding. Ridiculous. Who does this? Just saying. Jim McElwain, there's a good chance he gets fired for that. He gets held to account for that. You know why? Because that's what the rules say. The NCAA rule says it doesn't matter if you knew what someone or something in your program was up to. If it's against the rules, the head coach is presumed in on it, regardless of whether he was or not, because it's your program. You are held to account for everything that happens in your program. There's not an asterisk in that that says only for Mac schools or not applying to big brands and power five conferences. Nope. It's supposed to apply to everyone. But something tells me that that rule will be draconianly enforced on Jim McElwain and CMU. But the kid gloves will come out for Michigan. Mm hmm. Back after these words. Get your Detroit Lions pregame fix all season with nachos and kneecaps. The Lansing area's very own local Detroit Lions tailgate show. Presented by Momentum Health Center in Mason. Join yours truly, Beanie, from Offensive Minded on the game 7.30 a.m. And Brock Palmbush every week about two hours before kickoff. We cover all the Lions angles, player availability, matchups, outrageous Dan Campbell in-game decisions and audio, local ski mask sales, and everything else. Nachos and kneecaps presented by Momentum Health Center in Mason is also brought to you by Miller Lite. On Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ and the game 738. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. WVFN, East Lansing, a town square media station. The game, 7.30 a.m. Lansing's only sports team. For, For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Um, from, from Spartan Stadium to Ford Field, we've got the sports opinions that matter to you. From the Driven Collision Studios, we make friends by accident. On the game, 7.30 a.m. 7.30 a.m.
Michigan, for God's sake. I'm bitterly disappointed. 514 <laughs> in your capital city. That's Sting of the Police with the new Michigan fight song about surveillance of the undesirable type. Not in Sting's case. Dr. J and I were spitballing about this song in the break. And you know you're a sex symbol when you can write a song about outright peeping Tom behaviors and women still want to bang you non-freaking-stop. I don't know what to say. Dr. J just kept saying what about Sting? Quote, I'm not into it. It's not my type. That's what what you kept saying. Yes, that. He's not my type. He's not. Sinewy. Yeah. Not about it. You like a a brusque I need a manly man. Yeah. Dad bod. (laughs) I love a dad bod, to be fair. (laughs) You hear that, fellas? You're in luck. (laughs) Because I think more of you look more like me than Sting. So you're in good shape. Your odds with Dr. J are climbing. I just don't want a man who's thinner than I am. Well, I don't think you have to worry about that. You're pretty damn thin, except where it counts. <laughs> except for your butt. <laughs> no what? offense. I'm just calling them like What's a going on typical here? white girl. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Hey, listen. If you're just joining us, we've been doing more than objectifying Dr. J today. <laughs> the big news came down right before we went on air that the Big Ten has suspended James Harbaugh. Will you look up his middle name? It's okay, got to be something like gratuitous, like... Fitzpatrick or something. Anyway, Harbaugh suspended for the remainder of the regular season by the Big Ten. You ready? Yeah. James Joseph Harbaugh. Okay. Well, no wonder he loves J.J. McCarthy so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, anyway, suspended for the remainder of the regular season. He's also allowed, though, to do practice and everything else. Completely, like... The only thing he can't do is be at the venue of the game on game day. It's just not a real penalty. And even if it were, if it were a real suspension where he couldn't be there at all, I still don't think it's that big of a loss for Michigan. Like, this thing is rolling, and their coordinators are good. But most importantly, their players are good. They, have, they think they're going to set an NFL record with like 20 draft picks this year. They got a lot of good players, man. Anyway, I just don't know that this penalty hurts Michigan's odds that much of a national championship run. Maybe you do, but the point is, the topic is out there. What do you make of it? The Big Ten setting Harbaugh down for the rest of the regular season. Now, Michigan is trying to get an emergency temporary restraining order. And I don't know how how possible that is given the nature of the courts today, which are all closed in observance of Veterans Day. So stay tuned there. We'll try to bring it to you if we can, if it happens before we get off the air. But the question I'm asking you, the Big Ten suspending him, Harbaugh that is, for the rest of the regular season. Agree or disagree and why? Also, don't forget, it's a bean counter contest edition of the program. Total combined points between Michigan State and Ohio State tomorrow from the shoe under the lights for whatever reason. Oh, I know why. We sold our souls to the TV networks. That's why. Anyway, total combined points without going over. Whoever's closest wins a $25 gift certificate to the Nuthouse of downtown Lansing. And let's go back to the phone line, 517-342-63 for Bass Boat Randy. What's up, man? Hey, I already emailed my number, so you got to know what it is. It's old news. Yeah, yeah, yeah we got it. You're, <laughs> yep, you're in, not to make a gratuitous nice. sex pun. 
But uh, Randy has become that guy who every week right. picks 69. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> wow. Ruby Roo. Um, you know, guys, first of all, Beanie, um, I hope you play your lurch theme for Edie in basketball this year. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure I will. Okay. Yeah, I just, wow. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think the punishment stands. It's going to get worse. I know. Um, but Spartan fans and every other fan, caution, hit the brakes a bit. It's like I said, you're feeding the team. And if anybody can get out of this mess and still be able to coach, it's Harbaugh. Okay. I mean, I'm glad you're doing something about it. Clean up this mess. Okay. If he, if he leaves on his own, gets fired, bye. Because like you said, now you well, I had time to think about it. If Michigan just runs the table, wins the national title, and then they got to vacate it, guess what? They can still say, but you know what? We did it. Yes. That's, I mean, look, and that's what, yeah, that's why they're fighting tooth and nail to get any punishment pushed beyond the season because they know it's going to get vacated yeah. anyway. But like anyone else whose brain works, they realize that's not a real punishment. <laughs> that doesn't really take and, it away. And as far as the Big Ten commissioner... Um, soft. Um, he handled this situation like Northwestern did with their coach announcing it late on a Friday. People had to stool over it over the whole weekend. Okay. It just became a mess. And a little advice for Big Ten between Northwestern and MSU and Michigan, um, we're the laughing stock. Um, and I, I don't know if other teams do it or not. They do. Yippee. It doesn't excuse the fact. Okay. Michigan, they got caught, they busted. Um, if Harbaugh's gone, it just opens up a job for somebody else who'll come in. Hopefully, they'll clean it up. I just hope that MSU gets a coach, Michigan gets a coach, and we can start talking about odds and who's going to win, you know, bragging rights, and, you know, bragging rights of who won the game and not who's got the bigger scandal. <laughs> yeah, can we get back to football? Geez, that'd be nice. That's what it, yeah, that's what it comes <laughs> down to, okay? Um, I, I mean, geez, oh, Pete, you know, you, <sighs> NIL and all that, okay, we don't need more to mess up the sport. I mean, they're kind of destroying the game. I mean, I know I'm older than you guys, but, you know, bring back the game so we can sit down and watch it and have fun and, you know, have the bragging. Like they said, um, it's going to get worse. But, yeah, I'll stick with that number, and it might happen tomorrow. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> well, I know you're going to have a good night. No, no, no. You know what I, mean. I wondered why your marriage was in such good shape. How do you get a truck for your anniversary gift? Well, now I know. <laughs> yeah, All right, man. Yeah. Have a good weekend. Yeah, have a great weekend. Bye. You too. You know, that's a good question. I uh, About the, um, you know, maybe this going back to normal <laughs> football in this state. That would be nice. I, a serious question here. Does the situation at Michigan, assuming Harbaugh leaves one way or the other this offseason, doesn't that impact the attractiveness of that job? If Does it? If there's a hammer about to come, yes. Mm. And I'm not talking about Randy either. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nice. I can't with this. But you know what I mean. Yeah. If if the sword of Damocles is about to fall, well, that's got to be a consideration for people who would take the be interested in taking the job, right? Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a scholarship reduction for a few years or, or a postseason ban, I don't think, I'm not saying that takes Michigan's job from what it is, which without question is one of the best and premier jobs in college football to like, yeah, Northwestern levels. No, no, no. 
But doesn't it become part of the process? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, that's why I think Michigan will go interim for a season to let it all hand, you know, get handled. Yeah. Because I think a lot of coaches would want to know what they're facing before taking the job. They don't want to take the job, then find out once they've signed that there's this massive penalty. Yeah, that makes the most sense. And then it gives them time to find the, the right candidate, right? The thing is, though, if Michigan does, if this, and by the way, who knows? Maybe it won't. But mm-hmm. if Harbaugh's gone and Michigan does want to go interim for a season, like Ohio State with, did with Luke Fickle after the Jim Trestle downfall, it's not as simple as that case because if this whole thing gets so bad that they just want to kind of take a season off with an interim coach. The interim coach can't be from the staff, right? Nope. Because they're implicated in this. Yeah. So what do they do? Do they bring Lloyd Carr out? Like, I just have a hard time believing that. He's like 80-something. What do you do? Honest question. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know who's out there that they could bring back to do it. I don't know. I mean, Jim McElwain will probably be available. (laughs) 517-342-63. Is this Jeff? It is. All right, Jeff, go ahead. You want to pick in this contest before we do anything else? How about 52? Dr. J? You're good. What do you got? Well, I got to say the suspension means absolutely nothing. You look at most head coaches, all they do is stare out in space during the game because they don't have anything to do (laughs) but let their coordinators do the work anyway. And it's just kind of like taking an exam at the end of a of a semester. The teacher teaches you all all semester long and then you're on your own for the for the exam. Every game is just an exam. So this really does absolutely nothing. And I think the Big Ten did it that way. So they look like they're tough and they're doing something, but they know they're really not punishing him that much. I totally agree. Yeah. They get the appearance of a harsh punishment, but it's not even a suspension in the in the way that he, he still gets to go to practice and in film session and all that. Yeah, I, I think you're right because most people aren't going to look that far into it. Yep. And let's talk about the Spartans just for a minute. You know, Tom Izzo, he's always been a leader by fear. And did you see the look he gave here at the game? <laughs> yeah. Wow. If looks could kill him, yeah. he store or he, he would stare right through them a hole, I swear. But here – the best teams Tom has ever had are when he's shorthanded because they're not afraid they're going to come out if they make a mistake because there's no one to come in. So they make a few mistakes. They start learning together. They play better. But the minute they know they're going to make a mistake, there's two guys to take their place. That's it. They just don't play free. I think there's a lot to that, Jeff. I really do. Thanks for the call, man. You bet. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening. Hope to hear from you again. Yeah, I'm with you. I know that's an unpopular opinion sometimes. Look, I went to Michigan State, and I love Tom Izzo for what he's done for Michigan State. Hell, he is Michigan State. Yep. But no one is bigger than the school or the program. So, look, I've been very critical of him over the years, and I know that hasn't made me very many friends over there at 1855 Place, but I don't care, unlike virtually everyone else in this market. I'm not going to trade in my integrity or my ability to say what I want into this microphone for access. I don't care. I don't want the access then. I would rather be able to come out and do this and say, yep, you know what? Izzo is so damn stubborn, it hurts sometimes. Both things can be true. I can appreciate what he's done and what he means to Michigan State, because again, he is Michigan State. 
but I can also call him out when he's wrong. But by the way, I love what the Big Ten Network did last night, showing that interaction with him and Fears. From him staring a hole through him, bringing him to the bench, and following him, you know, chewing his ass as he walked to the bench, and following him when he sat down to (laughs) chew his ass over there. But then this is the great thing about it, and people don't talk about this part of the Izzo interaction. But Big Ten Network did, and they, they showed it. He sits down right next to him to continue the ass chewing. And then they showed, like, they cut it, they cut ahead. And at the end, Jeremy Fears is, like, nodding and, like, you know, Izzo's still kind of, you know, animated. But then you can see Izzo says, all right. And Fears says, yeah, coach. And Izzo puts his arm around him. Yeah. And the kid is, like, not phased by any of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I have no problem with that. Well, he's teaching, he's coaching. He's teaching him how to, how to I play. Got, I've never had a problem with him. Like the Aaron Henry thing, you know, chewing his ass out, yanking on Gabe Brown's jersey. None of that bothers me. Him chewing guys out has never bothered me. That is some serious force for the trees stuff. That ain't the issue here. How many players do you think that amounted to something here regret how he coached him? Because none of them say that. Zero. They all come out and say it was the best thing that could have happened to him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the issue. Him being a hard ass is not the problem. Him being a stubborn ass is the problem sometimes. Anyway, doesn't that just sum up where we're at? Okay, so the top things we're talking about today (laughs) are the suspension of the Michigan football coach. You know, this last guy is a state fan. He calls in. Jeff wants to talk about that. Makes total sense. Number one story in sports. Then he says, now I'd like to talk about Michigan State for a minute. Yeah, sure, go ahead. This is Michigan State sports radio session. And he goes, basketball. <laughs> yep. In November. That's just where we are, man. <laughs> I thought he was going to talk about football. And then Me it went too. to basketball. I was, like, I, was okay. like, I was like, what is there to talk about with the Ohio State game? <laughs> I got a crazy right. stat on the Ohio State game. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, you're not going to believe this, but it's true. No, please. This is so bad. All right, the line is 31 and a half, and for good reason. The total, by the way, I looked this up because someone asked me off the air, and I didn't have, well, I've misplaced it. Freaking great. Oh, here it is. The total tomorrow is at 47 or 47 and a half, depending on your book. So if Ohio State is favored by 31 and a half, do the math. Oh, no. But anyway, listen to this, man. I got Ohio State covering, even though their offense isn't a typical Ohio State offense this year, and here's why. The last two games, Michigan State has played Ohio State the last two years. Ohio State has not punted. What? Worse than that. It gets worse. That's bad. Don't get me wrong. But maybe you can forgive that because it's like, ah, well, they're way better, and it's a new day and age of football. You know, go for it on fourth down more. That's not why. That's not why they haven't punted. It has nothing to do with the way the game is played nowadays. The last two games between Ohio State and Michigan State. Ohio State has had a combined 13 possessions. Mm -hmm. Every single one of those 13 possessions has ended in a score. No. All 13. (laughs) Oh, no. Somebody told me this. My buddy texted me this earlier today. I was like, that can't be right. He said, I just heard it on the radio. I was like, okay. I looked it up. I got through the whole first game from two years ago. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) And then I got to the second game and right away, like Ohio State's second possession. 
it was an interception by Chuck Brantley, and I remember that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ha, huh, they haven't scored on every possession. But wait, technically, every possession has ended in a score because even the one possession where C.J. Stroud threw it right to Chuck Brantley last year, Chuck Brantley took it in for six. <laughs> Oh, Every no. Ohio State possession against Michigan State the last two years has resulted in a score. Oh, boy. Isn't that insane? That's wild. Now, look, State has gotten better on defense the last month or so. They have. Mm-hmm. And it looks less like Scotty Hazelton's defense. That's why. They, they can actually stop the run a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think that matters tomorrow because... Yeah, can they bottle up Ohio State's run game? Maybe, because Ohio State is not prolific on offense this year. And yet, they have the best player in the country, and Michigan State is not going to be able to handle him, Marvin Harrison Jr. Ohio State, excuse me, Penn State has probably the best defense in the Big Ten. And in their game with Ohio State at the shoe a couple of weeks ago, it was clear what Ohio State was going to do. In big-time money downs, They were going to force the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. Penn State had like two guys on him and a third guy kind of in like zone coverage by him. Mm -hmm. And he still got like 200 yards receiving in that (laughs) game. That's how good he is. If that's what he could do against a legit defense, what's he going to do to State tomorrow? Horrible, unspeakable things. It's going to be a disaster. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not looking forward to it. And please, for the love of God, people, stop invoking the 25th anniversary of the 1998 game. There were NFL players all over that MSU roster. Julian Peterson come to mind. There ain't any of those on this roster. Do I have to watch the game? Well, yes, Dr. J. It is our professional obligation. No, don't make me. Alcohol, though, strongly encouraged. Okay, I'm good with that. Yeah. It's not going to be fun for us. (laughs) Anyway, uh, back to that topic we were on. If the Michigan job becomes available this offseason for Harbaugh leaving or whatever, and the NCAA, both the recruiting situation and the scandal situation haven't been resolved yet, which job then is more attractive, U of M or MSU? I think it's MSU. I don't. I think it's still Michigan. Oh, whatever. Well, here's why. Yes, you might have a couple of difficult years if you take that job before the NCAA drops the ban hammer, right? You could have a scholarship reduction and no postseason. Yes, that could hurt for a couple of years. But you still have way more resources than virtually almost everyone else in college football. You got the biggest bankroll, maybe second only to a Texas or something like that. Mm-hmm. You still got all the, it still recruits itself. Yeah. You know, you got all the resources and amenities and facilities and all that. Obviously, you've got the history and tradition thing, no problem. And plus, they're going to pay you well. Maybe but, it was just wishful thinking on my part. Now, I'm not saying, look, I've been consistent about this. State is still a really good job. It's a top 20 job. State should be able to get a really good coach, a high quality guy because of, you know, all of the available resources state has. And frankly, look, I've had people, Tim said last week into me, why would Urban Meyer want this job? He said that on the tailgate. Tell me why. Why would he want this job? Simple. Money. Money. We can get into that before anything else with any candidate. State's got a lot of money. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's often the sole consideration in the now, not in the Urban Meyer case. And I'm not making, by the way, I'm not saying Urban Meyer's for sure going to take this job just because absolutely not. He's in a different category. He doesn't have to worry about money that way. But yeah, state's got money to hire a really good coach. Sometimes that's all it's about. Mm-hmm. They have good yep. facilities too, and all we know all of that, right? And they're in the richest conference, and that counts a lot too. You know, they're going to have a $100 million check here pretty soon every year from the Big Ten once it fully expands. Like Randy this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Randy. I still think Michigan would be the more attractive job. You really don't, huh? Well, I think I just hope that State is the more attractive job because I want to get a better coach than they get. Well, I think you can, look, you can still do that Mm -hmm. even if you're not the better job, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Hang on. I'm, I, I think I may have breaking news here. No, I don't. Sorry. Oh, Never mind. Okay. Steve, the DeWitt Dream Goff, <laughs> texted me WTF and then a link. So I assumed it was <laughs> something about like Michigan getting a temporary restraining order. Nope. What was it? I saw this last night, and I'm not posting Steve up. I appreciate you know people I work with and who are my friends sending me info. I do that they think I could use on air. But I did see this last night. So in addition to the letter Michigan sent to the Big Ten in response to all this before today, Harbaugh's personal lawyer, Tom Mars, did as well. And someone figured out that the letter from that, there's like a good section, a good chunk, one section that appears to be directly lifted from a message board post about this. (laughs) Yeah. So either Harbaugh's lawyer is posting on these message boards or he's just taking their work Uncredited. Oh my goodness. Putting them in his legal briefs and stuff. I'm sure they would love that, whoever posted on the message board, but. Oh yeah, well, they're in the cult. Yeah. They're probably thinking they're like Michigan heroes now. Mm-hmm. But think about that. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That What's is going not on? leaders in best behavior. <laughs> uh, a couple more here for the bean counter, Dr. J. Are okay, you ready? hold on. I'm not ready. Um, did we do Annie Morris's yet? Yes, we did. I don't know that we read it, though. Okay, so she, she says, love the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Annie. I appreciate it. Annie Morris in East Lansing, 53. Yep. Okay, Wes in Lansing is back. He wants 54. Is that available? It is. Okay, you got it. I think we're caught up. Okay. Let me check the email. Yeah, we're good for now. So let me hit our last break. We'll come back and wrap it up with you. It's offensive-minded. On the game, 7.30 a.m. The Detroit Red Wings are back for another season on the Lansing Sports Network. He shoots, he scores on the backhand. Lansing's Big Talker, 1240 WJIM. Never miss a game again, whether you're on the go or just like doing it the old-fashioned way and sitting around the radio. He scores from the right side goal line. Every face-off and every playoff can be heard on Lansing's exclusive home for Detroit Red Wings hockey. 1240 WJIM, Lansing's only home. Home for hockey. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Oh. Beanie.
with offensive minded. Honest to God, I could listen to that forever. You know, from his lips to God's ears. Inject that right into my veins. On the game, 7.30 a.m. Oh, yeah. That is how I felt listening to that, because he's right. Beanie Howell with offensive minded. It's the White Law PLLC Tailgate Show on the Lansing Sports Network, the Big Talker 1240 WJIM, and Classic Rock 94.9 MMQ, a tradition in Lansing for over 20 years. With your hosts, the Dean of Sports, Tim Stout, and offensive-minded host, Beanie Howell, powered by White Law PLLC. Doubting Industries, Shoepan and Sons Recycling Industrial Services, Gravity Smokehouse, and Chandler's Top Shelf. This is the White Law PLLC Tailgate Hellgate Show. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. The best in sports talk starts now on the only station the people of Lansing turn to for sports. The game, 7.30 a.m. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down the big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. Well, I'm back. I'm trying to do a show blind. This is awesome. Flying blind. Is it too much to, like, have functioning computers? Yeah, it's just a black screen. Two of them. Mm-hmm. I, both are... <laughs> uh, ser- seriously, I, I know no one on the other side appreciates this, and I get that, but I'm basically trying to land a plane with no instruments right now. Mm-hmm. That's what this is like. Yep. I'm trying to, and I need it to, to play some sound I had planned here for the end of the show, but, you know, can't have that. Also can't have a responsive keyboard or, I mean, my God. Right. Does anyone have a stick? A couple of sticks I can rub together? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. This is horrible. Yeah. I don't know, like, what I'm supposed to do. I can't do the rest of the show like this, though. I just, I can't. And there's no way to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with that one. I'm just going to manually reboot all this crap and hope a fire doesn't start. Do you have any more gas? <laughs> no. I think we need that to get this thing rebooted. It's like a freaking lawnmower. The, the quality of this computer... You God. know, technology doesn't always cooperate with you, and that's... No, but come on. This isn't that. Well, yes, but it's... it's Everybody has had this in their life when the technology kind of fails you. So we have nothing to Both do the show Both computers at once? Yes. Come on. No, that's not... You know, in radio, we have a seven-second delay. Mm-hmm. What they don't tell you in broadcast school is the computers are also on a seven-second delay. <laughs> 
So you hit one key, and it's a full seven seconds before <laughs> that keystroke is registered. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's something. <sighs> I don't have anything to fill with. I'm just kind of sitting here. Well, I'm pissed off because now I can't do my show. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't do what I want to do. Yeah. And frankly, I don't want to do Tim Stout radio for the last 15 minutes. And by the way, I get to go all the way to six o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. So that makes it even worse. I can't like just get out early and play commercials. Right. Also, in order to do that, I would need a functioning, <laughs> you know, board computer. But, you know. Anyway, why don't I do this? Maybe if I burn enough time reading comments by the time I'm done with them, this uh, spinning wheel of death will have at least made some progress. So the Big Ten suspending Harbaugh, we put it up on Facebook too, let you weigh in there. Do you agree with the move? Why or why not? Kyle says, were they really worried about the guy who eats his own boogers? (laughs) Of course he doesn't know about this. Suspend the coordinators more and mentor. Let Jimmy have to call the plays. This isn't a disciplinary move. It might actually help you of him. Well, I don't see how it really hurts, to be honest with you. I don't know how it helps. Well, yes, I do, actually. Yeah. I, I Actually, you know what? I think Kyle might be right. It might be a net positive. Well, I said that earlier. Motivational. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I could see that. It's not a serious penalty, though. It just isn't. Uh, Grampy (laughs) writes, is Connor Stallion still in the running for the MSU job? What? Andrew writes, what a joke. If Harbaugh was found guilty, then why aren't they having to vacate any wins? Well, Andrew, because that's not up to the Big Ten. That would be an NCAA matter and... You still will probably get that. You're just going to have to wait a long time because the NCAA, the wheels of justice on the NCAA turn slower than the American justice system. So I hope you're patient. Una writes, if Harbaugh's off, he should be off immediately. No stays. State college doesn't want him. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, state college better be used to him because he's just going to be walking around town tomorrow because he can't be at the stadium. Uh, Gary writes, or sorry, no, Joe Joe writes, and this is interesting. He shares a meme here, but this is a good point. If the media just wanted to drag Harbaugh's name through the mud, all they had to do was point out his 2-7 bowl record or his 2-6 record against Ohio Ohio State, his 0-2 record in the college football playoff, his 5-13 record against the top 10, and his 2-6 record versus top 5. This clown is a textbook failure, he says. Well, look, dude, the guy's a good coach. You can, you know, criticize him for his shortcomings, you know, not winning enough of the big games. That's fine. But the the truth is the last two and a half years, he's practically won all of them. Now, how much of that is to do with what we're talking about here? Sure. But even so, like Harbaugh's not a bad coach. No. He's clearly an excellent coach. That's why every place he's been, he's won at a pretty high level. Now, it wasn't looking good at Michigan before all this started, and I, I think that's a valid you know, qualifier on the conversation. And as, uh, was it 
Jeff earlier called in and said this is going to be this is going to be part of the legacy there forever. I totally agree. It is. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think Harbaugh's career is over. In college, probably. And there, yeah, but he's going back to the NFL. Everyone tends to agree, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, look, I played the Edmund Fitzgerald song because today is what, the 40, I already freaking forgot. It's Four, the 39th, I thought. Am I wrong? I'll look it up. Was it 38th or four? I don't know. That was today. But look, I'm completely out of sorts now because... It was in 1975. So it's 48. Today's 48. Trust me, that's the math. Okay, I, I can't do that math, so I trust you. Just trust me. Mm-hmm. I've got that good, good Michigan State and Coloma High School public, <laughs> public school math. Anyway, yes. Um, all right, what else did I want to get to you here? About the game tomorrow, no, not Michigan State, Ohio State. What is there to talk about there? State's going to get boat raced. Will State score, yes or no, Dr. J? Yes. I think so, A too. A field goal. Okay. Will Ohio State cover 31 and a half? Yes. I agree. But um, we already talked about I gave you the craziest stat from that game, and if you didn't hear it earlier, it goes something like this. Over the last two meetings between MSU and Ohio State... <laughs> Ohio State has had 13 possessions. All 13 have ended in a score. Even the one that was an interception to Chuck Brantley last year, it was returned for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Ohio State has not punted against Michigan State since three years ago. Isn't that crazy? It's bizarre. Will they punt tomorrow? No. I think they will. Oh, you think so? Yes. Yes, I do. Because Ohio State's offense isn't as explosive as it usually is. They still are pretty damn good, and State will... N- they're going to make State look really bad, Marvin Harrison Jr. specifically. But, yeah. I did want to give you this stat about Michigan-Penn State. So, look, I think Michigan's going to win. It doesn't matter where Harbaugh is for that game. I could care less. I don't think that affects the outcome of the game whatsoever. The total in that game, by the way, 44 and a half. What do you think, over under? Um, I'm going to go under. I want to go over on it, but I, I probably won't play it. I'm more interested in the point spread, which, depending on your book, it's Michigan laying four or four and a half. I like Michigan to cover. I think Michigan's going to blow the doors off Penn State tomorrow. And I think zero of it has to do with the whole Harbaugh thing. I just think they're way better. And look, um... Penn State is not good in big games under James Franklin, although I do think he gets a bit of an unfair treatment, and I found these stats. Everyone knows that James Franklin is 3-16 and 16 versus the top 10. Yes, that's a bad number. You would like to win more of those. But that's 3-16 and 16 versus the top 10 straight up. When you look at it in terms of what the point spreads were in those games, did you know that he was the favorite in just one of those games? Oh. And he won that game. That means he won two where he was an underdog. Do you get what I'm saying? He's lost a lot of top 10 games, but he's also kind of supposed to have mm-hmm. in almost all of them. In 18 of the 19 games, he was the underdog. Yeah. That's what happens when you play Ohio State every year and now Michigan every year, too. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what this, the record comes from that. 
They've beaten Ohio State once in his 10 years and Michigan, what, twice or three times? And one of them was in the COVID year. So that's, that's all that record really means. It doesn't mean he can't beat, you know, Michigan State when they're good or something or, or any other good team. Remember, they went on the road a couple of years ago and won at Auburn mm-hmm. in the regular season. So I get it. He hasn't won a lot of big games. I understand. But this 3-16 and 16 number everyone references, although accurate, there's more to it than that. It's, it's basically his record against Michigan and Ohio State. And by the way, most schools have a pretty bad mark against those two lately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I don't think Penn State, look, I don't think he's ever going to be under tremendous pressure like that. Penn State is not used to that. Remember, they, they had the same coach for basically 50 years. This whole concept of like putting pressure on a coach to win these big games isn't really a thing there. Like Brock um, is really anti-James Franklin for this very reason, but I just don't think he's under any real pressure. I don't think his job is in danger what, whatsoever. I just don't buy it because I don't think that's the way that fan base is. If the head coach at Michigan or Ohio State were three and sixteen against the top ten, yeah, that's a, it would never get to that point, especially at Ohio State, right? That's not a thing. But I just think it's different there. I think the history there is they've never been in that kind of spot before. You know what I mean? Like they're not used to that. Mm-hmm. All right, this is a hard pivot, but gosh, you know we talked about the state coaching search. Listen to this. This is Harlan Barnett, Big Ten Network, Big Ten Today, a couple of days ago. Listen to what he says here. We got to put a stop to this. This is just embarrassing. Listen. Just keep going after it and letting them know that we're, you know, Michigan State's a great place. Uh, if we're here or not, and, you know, me, I'm definitely going to say that. And so, because uh, I believe in the program, I believe in the people up here in the university. And so, um, we just continue to, to just, just sell what Michigan State has, uh, regardless of what what the outcome may be uh, within the you know, next few weeks or a month or whatever it may be. And so uh, it's, a, it's a great place. Um, you can't go wrong coming here to Michigan State University. And, uh, and uh, hopefully I'm, I'm the one here uh, that they can uh, play, play for and, uh, and, and give us a, a great opportunity to win championships. Hopefully oh. I'm the one they can come here and play for. Oh, honey. Wow. Dude, we got to stop this. Mm. I can't believe he's still saying that stuff. I think he genuinely thinks he's in the running. How can he think that? The fact that he honestly thinks that is just the latest thing that disqualifies him from the job. Honey, no. (laughs) Can you believe that? Dude, we've got to get him to stop. They got to tell him. They got to pull him aside and say, listen, stop. Mm -hmm. Stop talking about how bad you want the job in public, please. Because honestly, that makes the job look bad. Yeah. It does. We, he's a nice guy, but he, he's not qualified for the job. If I hear one more freaking time about how nice Harlan Barnett is, I'm going to do what someone should have done to these computers a decade ago <laughs> and rip them out of the wall oh, no. and throw them as far as I can. Well, I was saying it in the context of he's a nice guy, but it just he should not have that job. People say this all the time. He's such a great sport and he's so nice. That's not the that's not the job description. Right. Those are nice to have. Mm-hmm. But what must be had is 
is a good football coach. Right. And that's kind of missing here. Mm-hmm. Do people realize if you really look at the guy's resume, he should have been fired, not promoted to interim head coach. Yeah. His position group has been dog bleep since he came <laughs> back here. Awful. In fact, you can make a case he really hasn't accomplished anything except for when he's the D-backs coach underneath D'Antonio. That was it. Mm-hmm. No fly zone was it. He went out on his own, D-coordinator at Florida State, got fired in the middle of the second year on the job. Oof. Dude is not a good coach. He's just not. I get it. He played here, and he's. I agree. He's a nice guy. I never had a bad interaction with him back when I covered the team. I like him personally, and I appreciate that he's a good ambassador for the program, but uh, bad coach, really bad. And if he weren't the interim coach, and this was a normal situation where the head coach hadn't got fired for doing what he did, mm. we'd be talking about Harlan Barnett needing to be fired as the D-backs coach. Yep. In fact, we should have been talking about that already because they've been awful since he's been back here. Mm-hmm. We got to stop this madness. About had it. Poor guy. Listen to what Jim Comperoni said on Twitter. The Pope from Spartan Mag. Jim Harbaugh shouldn't be allowed to attend practice or film sessions. The penalty is not stiff enough. Michigan has become a renegade win at all cost program, complete with deflect and denial. Suspended twice in the same season for different violation. It's pretty hard to commit NCAA infractions these days, but his program found a way to commit a couple of doozies, and he continues to play dumb about it. You know what? Let's rack him up for that. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. The problem is it's just like it's so unprecedented. What do you do? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I didn't really think a serious penalty was coming in the first place. But... For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.